In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Alright guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of Easley Fantasy. Um, I'm going to force Dale to actually make that the start of the podcast. Is that okay? Yes, that's fine. Alright, so uh, we're back. This is part two. Nobody's going to say anything. I'm hoping like you guys will mix in and be like, part two. There's yeah. no chemistry. No, We've been saying, gone too long. I'm not saying anything. No, Dale's a little bitch. I'm not saying anything. God damn. There's some animosity going on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, if you haven't heard part one, go back and hear that because... Uh, my my section of the podcast was fire. It was major, yeah, major keys thrown left it was and right. A, it was a major key, um, and when I say fire, I mean dumpster fire. No, it was fire. It was real fire. It was hot fire. Dale, you got to do like the reverse reverse psychology on these people. No, because these people. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. It wasn't that good, but go listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I don't believe half of what I just said. Anyways, I'm Christian Brito. You can find me at C Brito Fantasy. Uh, with me on this podcast is uh, Armando Crespo. What's up, Armando? Hi. You can find Armando at Thunder Crespo. Also with us is the very angry Dale Demott. I don't, I don't know what's yes. going on with him. You know what? Up, you just Dale? made me even more fucking angry because I knew you were going to introduce me second, and you purposefully introduced me last. And I know you did Do that you, shit on technically purpose. Technically, your third. Dale. Hold on, third, hold third on. Dale. Do you know why I did that? It's because I introduced you first last time. Yeah. Alphabetical order, Dale. Get your shit together. Fuck no. you. Is what I'm saying. B C D. Oh, you know what's really cool? What? My mom. My mom is awesome. Wait, hold on. No, it doesn't work. Your mom is awesome. I think this is where we lose like half our audience. That's why we're down like dramatically. <laughs> um, your mom was down dramatically last night. She was sick. All right, yes. Jeez. dude, come on, man. That's not cool. She was in the hospital. <laughs> she has Zika, bitch. Hey, don't Wait. joke about her about Zika. That's a serious thing. Because we're from Miami. No, you know what? You know what we can joke about Dale's fake disease that he has. <laughs> It's a real disease. Just it's not a real disease. I could have been a professional athlete if it wasn't for my Oscar Slaughters. Look it up if you're familiar. Okay, well, how do you spell it? I don't know. <laughs> it's a gallbladder. <laughs> All right. Um, well, today I'm going to be talking about something that people love. Um, oh, I'm tuned out already. Chocolate. No, Chocolate. I'm talking numbers here. And uh, I don't really have a okay. name for this okay. segment. Oh, no. um, but I, you know, I considered calling it like the newest trends. And having trends spelled with a Z at the end, so it's cool. Oh, God. Yeah. and uh, I threw up in my mouth already. But then I couldn't think of a good drop, so I am... I'm going to take a bathroom break in the middle of it. Just tell me I have a bunch of facts here, so I'm calling this the Fantasy Football Facts of Life. Can we get the horn, please? Can we get the fucking game show horn? <laughs> I'm, I'm putting a great drop in here. Hold on. There it goes. So if you guys uh, are interested in hearing some pretty cool stuff, um, I'm going to rattle off some stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, you guys will be like, oh, you know, Matthew Berry does 100 facts. Well, I'm not fucking copying Matthew Berry. I am just stating some facts that I found during the season. Wow, you're angry. Some trends um, that maybe you can use and maybe you can't. Uh, when I rank my players, I look at the latest trends. Um, early this season, yeah, I'm looking probably at weeks one through five. Um, I know there's some buys that can skew these numbers. Um, so a lot of times I just look at the last couple of games to see where they're going, how they're going to end up, and what trends I believe and don't believe. Um, so I guess I could start off with some receiving numbers here. And the one guy I guess we have to talk about, uh, we've been talking about a lot lately, is Mike Evans. Um, I just want to point out that he's averaging more targets than any other wide receiver in the league with about 12 uh, targets per game. 
Um, and that's even after his first so-so week, uh, week one with only seven targets. Um, Mike Evans has a total of 60 targets so far this year, and I expect him to continue the trend. Hey, um, to that guy who tweeted at me that Mike Evans shouldn't be inside my top 10 at wide receiver. Yeah. Um, who said that? That guy who kept tweeting at us angrily. He was, uh, I just want to, uh, can I get the second my own dick drop? Because I ranked him as my fifth wide receiver yeah. coming into the season. Yeah, so did I. So I'm going to put it for myself and not you. How about you guys suck each other's dicks? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, Mike Evans, he's on a pass-heavy team. Uh, you know, even the running backs are getting a ton of receptions. Um, so, again, with 60 total targets, um, Mike Evans, I think, will continue getting heavy target share load. And, uh, and be pr- productive. Speaking of sharing a load. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, the next guy I want to talk about that, you know, we've kind of talked about off air a lot is Brandon Marshall. Um, he's averaged over 12 targets per game over the last three games. Uh, that's enough to be the most targeted wide receiver in the league. Um, he's had league leading 15 targets in week five, and he's tied with Emmanuel Sanders and Jordy Nelson as the most targeted wide receiver in the end zone. You guys, uh, you guys buying on Marshall? You... Where, where is he in terms of fantasy points on the year? Brandon Marshall? Yeah. He's currently ranked in the upside number seventeen. He's had he had the first three games that were pretty bad. He had thir- three points, two points, ten yeah. points. Okay. But he's been pretty good. I, mean, I you know, and I, I think you guys are with me here when you're looking at the targets. I mean, I think the targets, especially if they're not producing at a high level. Uh, you got to look at the targets to see if the opportunity is there. And for Marshall, you know, we talk about a lot about opportunity with running backs, uh, with carries. I think targets kind of equal that. And uh, Brandon Marshall does, definitely has the opportunity to score a lot, and um, yeah, and, and to produce. Yeah, the moment the moment Decker went out, I mean, it's fifteen targets last Sunday. Yeah, that's a lot, yeah. man. So I'm um, I'm with you on here. These he's a guy that. Um, while he may not be as effective per target going forward, um, with a little bit extra coverage thrown his way, he's going to see a ton of work and, um, he's been pretty good last two weeks and should keep it up. He's got a nice schedule, um, coming up, um, especially, um, after week eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we talk about, you know, touchdowns and, you know, touchdowns are obviously huge boosts for wide receivers. Um, you know, you say, oh, you know, Marshall only has two touchdowns a season, but that's enough to be third among wide receivers. Um, and Crabtree, of course, is leading the league in touchdowns with four. Um, yeah. Wait, you're saying he has two touchdowns and he's third in the league no, oh, in touchdowns? I'm sorry, over the last three games. Over the last, I'm sorry. That's, that's better. Yeah, yeah. Over the last because three I can, games. I can name four wide receivers yeah, yeah. that have five yeah, touchdowns. Yep, yep. You're exactly right. <laughs> uh, over the last three games, Marshall is tied third with two touchdowns over the last three games, so. Um, yeah, I think, I think he's trending up, uh, for sure. Um, even though he is, you know, he, right now he's ranked as a, you know, mid to low end wide receiver too. Um, I'm trading him. I'm trading for him as a high end wide receiver two, low end wide receiver one at this point. Yeah. I mean, last year he finished as a top three wide receiver with Eric Decker out. A new one's going to take his place and a depleted defense. Brandon Marshall should finish around the top 10 by the end of the season. I mean, they're playing from behind a hey. lot, and he's trending. There's up, something so. we agree on, Armando. Oh yeah, I I love Brandon Marshall. Cool. Let's suck each other's dicks. <laughs> All right, guys, I have a trivia question for you. It's making me uncomfortable. Suck. All this dick sucking is making Eat Christian uncomfortable. Hey, um, we got a trivia question. It's making me horny. Who is the only wide receiver with at least ten targets every week this year? Jarius Landry. Oh no, he finished one with with under nine. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, at least ten targets. AJ Green, don't think T. Y. about Hilton. Yeah, T. Y. Hilton. T. Y. Hilton is the yes. only wide receiver in the whole league that has ten targets every single week since week one. Um, he is third in targets overall in the NFL. So, mm. um, talking about hey, consistency, I'm just if, gonna suck on my own dick right now yeah. for getting that question. Well, right. why? Why? We. What do you mean? Why? We all like T. Y. Hilton. What? Christian. I know, but why are you gonna suck your dick over that? Because I got the question right. Mean? I like it. This, oh, got it. Um, 
so yeah, so you know, if, if you're looking at somebody on your team that you say, hey, I just want a consistent player, I want a consistent wide receiver, I don't need a boomer bust guy. Um, Ty Hilton is is a really good option to try if you don't have him, try to trade for him. Um, His value is so high right now, though. It is, it is, and you're going to be high buying on pot news. Yeah, you're going to be buying high on him for sure, but um, he's going to give you that consistency, almost guaranteed. Um, and hopefully, if luck plays better than he did the first few games, um, we're He's looking in for a really good season. The last, the very last thing I'm going to talk about, and this is heavily debated off air again. I'm sorry, I keep mentioning these off air conversations, um, but I'm going to talk about it without interruption, just for probably about 30 seconds. So you guys mute your microphones for a second. I'm going to throw it if it's Demarius Thomas and um, Emmanuel Sanders or D'Angelo Williams. So I'm going to talk about Demarius Thomas versus Emmanuel Sanders here. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Over the last three games. Manuel Sanders and Demarius Tom or uh in targets, Manuel Sanders edges Thomas thirty five to twenty one. In touchdowns, they both have three. In fantasy points, Sanders edges Thomas forty six to forty two. Emmanuel Sanders has more receptions, twenty four to seventeen. And Sanders also has more yards, two eighty five to four two forty five. Uh, this is gonna come down to fisticuffs between you and me. So in the last three games here. Emmanuel Sanders is destroying in all major categories here. Except for fucking fantasy points. Fantasy points. Sanders has Demarius Thomas 46 to 42. What are you talking about? In the last games. Oh, because you're counting fucking three games back. Okay. Yeah. I'm, well, yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm looking at trends here. And, you know, I don't want to take okay. a small sample all right. size here. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix that, okay? If we look at the last week, last two weeks, last four weeks, or last five weeks, you're specifically picking last three weeks. So if we look at last three, two weeks, San, uh, Thomas has more points. If we look at the last four weeks, Thomas has more points. If we look at the last five weeks, Thomas has more points. You're specifically you picking week, the sample where it's three games to pick Emmanuel Sanders, where if you yes. do any other sample size, Demarius Thomas has more fantasy points. Demarius Thomas is a more what? talented receiver. Fine if mm. Emmanuel Sanders is getting more targets. But the six foot three guy playing on the outside that's going to get the fucking touchdowns is Demarius Thomas. Look, can I just say one thing? Currently, by halftime, Emmanuel Sanders has six yards. Demarius Thomas has Suck a three. dick. Oh, snap. Goes to Sanders. Okay, they each have one catch. Drop the mic. But Emmanuel Sanders has three targets compared to Demarius with two. Anyways, all I want to say is Demarius Thomas is not the clear-cut choice in Denver. And anybody who still thinks that is thinking of last year. Uh, Sanders is a force to be reckoned with. And, uh, you know, just looking back at the last three games, like I say, in trends with a Z, um, it's, it's showing Sanders wins. Um, if I have, if I can, if I have to choose between one to trade for, it'll be Sanders. Yeah. Cause you okay. could get Sanders cheaper and the value is close enough. I like Sanders, but you've got, you've gone on this hate crusade for Demarius Thomas. No, I've gone on like, a love crusade for Sanders. Right. Well, I mean, if you consider the value, I mean, you're getting pretty much the same wide receiver, but you're getting Sanders cheaper. So who would you rather have? I'd rather have Sanders because he's cheaper than Demarius Thomas, even though they're producing almost the equal amount of yards Armando. and touchdowns Thomas or Sanders what? rest of season Sanders Christian Thomas I take Sanders is that a neat bet that's a neat bet you guys are fucking eat ridiculous you're gonna eat lightning and you're gonna crap thunder alright um, we're winning right now six Six to three, six to three. Yeah, when, uh, you know Demarius Thomas is going to go off for like two hundred yards in the second half, and everybody's going to be <laughs> like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I, I hate Thursday night football. It's just, it's just bad it football. Really is. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter who's playing. It's all bad. right. Hey, I'm going to uh, talk about some rushing rushing numbers here. Wait, I thought that you said that was your last. No, one. the last for uh, pass. Yeah, for, for receiving. Um, so I, I'm going to talk about rushing and passing here. Uh, just got a quick thing, a couple quick numbers. You guys can react to them if you want, or if not, I can move on. Uh, but I'm starting the rushing category with a quarterback. That sounds crazy. And a quarterback that you probably won't expect me to talk about rushing, and that's Blake Bortles. Armando did preseason. Yeah, Armando said Bortles has legs in the first episode. I like that. He he does run a really nice so, 40. listen to this. Um, okay, so Blake Bortles, Sims, uh, D'Angelo Williams, Lamar Miller, uh, Jeremy Hill, DeMarco Murray, uh, Christine Michael, Todd Gurley, 
LeGarrette Blunt and Melvin Gordon are the only players in the NFL that have received all the carries inside the five-yard line for their team. So why is that important? Uh, if you forgot the first name I mentioned, Blake Bortles, he is the player getting 100% of the carries inside the five-yard line. Given uh, the Jacksonville hasn't had a lot of opportunity inside the five, but I just think that's really, uh, really interesting that with Chris Ivory limited, I know, um, and TJ Yeldon, that neither one of them have rushed inside the five-yard line for their team. Does that does that uh, say anything to you guys? Does that mean anything to you? I thought it was interesting. Uh, it means that TJ they do not like TJ Yeldon as a rushing inside the five-yard line guy. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure it means as much for as long as Chris Ivory is on the field. Yeah. Right. But we we saw last year they just did not want to give TJ Yeldon the ball at the goal line, and it's been no different this year. Yeah. And TJ Yeldon is is not good this year for some reason or another. He's just not been good. So yeah. um, <clears throat> I think with Chris Ivory on the field, that stat might not be as relevant. Um, but their running game sucks. I mean, they brought Ivory in for the reason of, of bolstering that and hoping they would have a nice one-two punch. But um, it's not been effective so far this year. Yep. Um, so a couple quick numbers to reference those that I just mentioned. Um, out of all those guys I just mentioned, only Lamar Miller, Jeremy Hill, Kristen Michael, and Todd Gurley have received all the team's rushes inside the 10-yard line. So I'll say that again. Miller, Hill, Michael, and Gurley have every single team rush inside the 10. So there's nobody else touching the ball that's running uh, except those guys. So um, I'm saying, I'm assuming Miller's the only one that has not scored. Uh, yes, that is correct. That's got to correct itself, man. You 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 have to think so, right? Um, it's got to correct you itself. Know, I'm, like, I've been a, somewhat of a Miller hater, I guess, um, but it, it has to get better. It has to get better for him. He's going to score. Um, I've been light on Miller. Miller Light, yeah, you know, mm. that one. Didn't work. <laughs> it's not going to make me laugh. And thanks for your thanks uh, <laughs> for our sponsor for today's show, Miller Light. We appreciate it. Fucking wish. <laughs> um. Also, um, another cool stat for you is uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Legarrette Blunt, Todd Gurley, and Lamar Miller are the only players with a hundred total attempts so far. Um, the the only reason I'm mentioning these names, guys, is you hear the same names come up. And these really interesting stats over and over and over again. Wait, David Johnson doesn't have 100 attempts? He does not. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Wait, Melvin Gordon doesn't have 100 attempts? I'm pretty sure he said Melvin Gordon. I was no, I didn't. Uh, Elliot, oh, you didn't? Elliot, Blunt, Gurley, Blunt. and Miller are the only players with 100 mm-hmm. attempts so far. Um, That's very interesting. Carlos Hyde is not on that list? Carlos Hyde is not. Carlos Hyde is in the 90s, but he's not on that list. Interesting, yeah, interesting. and and again, and Good again, stuff, I'll, I'll say that again is these guys Miller, Gurley, Blunt, and we said his name already a few times. Did you say Murray? No, no either. No, no, he's not on that. He's list not either. on that list. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. So these are the workhorse guys. I mean, clear cut workhorse guys. Of course, if you're in the '90s by week five, you're doing pretty well too. Um. But I think this is kind of elite attempt status here and uh and read that list off one more time for our listeners yep. ezekiel elliott legarrett blunt todd Gurley, and lamar miller are the only players with 100 total attempts i mean the only one that those three are going to stay for sure but blunt i don't see continuing that trend. He had 18 carries last week yeah i expect that to go down they were up by a, they were up by a lot yeah, yeah. hey if i it, 20 20 decrease but maybe i, I don't expect Oh, he's suddenly going to be a nine carry a week guy. He's going to go out and have five carries. Yeah, I mean, if if the Patriots can get up early, um, that's more carries. Yeah, I mean, Uh, they can't be like Armando waking up at eight a.m. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) Um, Okay, a couple more stats for the these running backs here: Um, Freeman, Crowell, uh, McCoy, Johnson, Murray, Elliott. I know I'm throwing a lot of names out here. Are the only running backs with at least four hundred. Rushing yards. Rushing yards. Jesus. Ezekiel Elliott. I can. I can. <laughs> I can give you this better than you just did. Elliott, Murray, Johnson, McCoy, Crowell, and Freeman. That's right. Thank you. Good stuff. Dave. And thank you. One. I guess two. Two more interesting ones. Jordan Howard is leading the league with five point eight yards per attempt. Ooh. 
And uh, Melvin Gordon is 32nd in the league with 3.4 yards per attempt. You know who's worse than, or you know who's almost as bad as Melvin Gordon? <laughs> Todd Gurley. Um, Todd Gurley's been worse than that. Yes, I'm sorry. Todd Gurley is worse than that with 2.7. 2.9. Oh, whoa. That doesn't sound right. 2.9 was the last stat I read. Really? Yeah, it's fine. Either way, it's bad. Yeah. Below yeah, three yards a carry. Yeah, we're saying, we're saying it's pretty bad. Um, you know, I just mentioned that. Just a different ref, different reference site, but um, I'll, we'll, we'll get that correct. And, and again, I'm saying I mentioned the Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, just like I am with Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller is going to correct himself and score. Uh, Melvin Gordon and Todd Gurley may correct themselves and not score. <laughs> um, All right, Dale. Can you name... I'm going to interrupt your set, your uh, your uh, thing trends. here. Your trends. With Can you name the three wide receivers that have at least 400 yards rushing and at least 100 yards receiving. Running backs or you said wide receivers? Backs. Sorry, I messed up. Uh, let's see. Running backs. Um, I'm going to go with uh, David Johnson. You're clicking. You're no, 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 no. That's Armando, man. I'm not clicking. No, what? I'm Bullshit. not even paying attention. What's going on? <laughs> I'm going to say David Johnson. Uh, is LaShawn McCoy one of them? He is not. Really? But I, yeah, he he's just out of it. Um, Nin- 95 receiving yards. Wow. Uh, Armando, can you please stop clicking so loud? What was your question? No, don't, Armando, you're, you're, you're disqualified. How about Tevin Coleman? No, he does not have 400 no, yards. No, you're right, he doesn't. David Johnson. Kevin Coleman doesn't have 50 no, no, yards I'm rushing. I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm saying Freeman, uh, McCoy. Uh, let's go with Just Elliott and Murray. McCoy's not it. Um, Freeman is. Murray is. Elliott does not have. Elliott has not been um, as much involved in the passing game as I thought he might be. Yeah. Um, Murray is correct. David Johnson and Devonta Freeman. Cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, next, uh, next, I want to talk about some passing here. Um, and you guys can, again, react how you like. All right, so there are six quarterbacks that thrown for at least 1,400 yards. Six quarterbacks that thrown for at least 1,400 yards. A couple of these might surprise you, maybe not. Kirk Cousins, Phillip Rivers, Andrew Luck, Big Ben, Dalton, and Matt Ryan. Out of those six, only Ben, Ryan, Rivers, and Luck have 10 or more touchdowns. Um, so we're looking at elite fantasy running backs really early in the season. You got to think Ben Ryan, Rivers, and Luck are going to be up there, right? Mm-hmm. Big Ben is leading the league in touchdown percentage. Like I mentioned, I think in part one, uh, he seven point eight percent of Ben's passes are touchdowns. That's crazy high. That's nuts. Uh, Matt Ryan is the only other quarterback that's stolen for at least seven percent of his passes, and he's at seven point one. Um, so you gotta think these guys at least seven. Do you have do you have what Andy Dalton's at? Because the second leading passer in terms of yardage is Andy Dalton with only five touchdowns. Yep. So that's that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, that he only has five touchdowns through the first five weeks, um, with fifteen hundred yards. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton is at two point seven percent of his passes are touchdowns. That is crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. That's that's got a course correct with how many, with how many freaking passing yards he has. Yep. Yeah, it is nuts, isn't it? Three sixty. I mean, they don't have a true red zone target. Three sixty six. Really? They don't have AJ Green. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but Tyler Eifert was their red zone target right. last year. He had what twelve touchdowns, and he he's been he right. hasn't been there. Right. It's going to go correct yeah. when he Ty- comes Tyler Offer caught, caught 52 passes last year for 13 touchdowns. I remember that because it's exactly like um yeah, a deck of cards, right. a quarter of his uh a quarter of his pass catches. Yeah. for touchdowns. Yeah. Um a couple other things, just some homer information here just to talk about how bad the Miami Dolphins offensive line is. Uh Ryan Tannehill has uh, the highest percentage of being sacked when dropping back. Ryan Tannehill gets sacked almost 10% of the time. 10% of his dropbacks are sacks, followed by Luck, Newton, and Dalton. That's just horrendous. And that's to go, that's another— To go with that, Dale, to go with that stat, um, there have been 14 broken tackles so far this year for the Dolphins. 11 of, them, 
11 of them are Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, this offensive line is another reason I'm not putting any faith into these running backs that the Dolphins have, even if Arian Foster comes clean and bees, you know, becomes the, the lead back, you know, the workhorse. I still don't believe in this offensive line yet. Um, right. And not to mention Ryan Tannehill has the second highest interception percentage. Four and a half percent of his passes are thrown to the other team. So that's not helping anybody. Um, yep. Okay, I rattle on long enough. I'm going to just end up, I'm kind of planting a second flag on a quarterback that's not being talked about enough. Do you guys want to guess who I'm going to talk about? It just better not be fucking Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> Sam Bradford. Wrong and wrong. Hold on. No, no, no. That's a joke. All right, hold on. I got this. Quarterback that's not being talked about enough. Yep, and who's performing really well. Hold on, hold on. Oh, is it Derek Carr? Nope, but that's a good guess. It really should be Derek Carr. Yeah, but people are talking about him. People know, and people are really loving this offense. 11-2 to two touchdown to uh, interception ratio with 1,300 yards for Derek Carr. Just yeah. throwing that in there. I, I got some better. Right. I got some who's better your, stats. Who's your guy? Who's your guy? Brian Hoyer. Okay. He has the highest completion percentage among quarterbacks with over 71%. He has six touchdowns and zero interceptions, and he's, he has a third highest quarterback rating. Granted, he's only played the last three games, so I, I'm taking a look at the last three games here with some of these stats. He has just over a thousand yards. That's the most out of any quarterback. Again, in the last three games, Brian Hoyer is four among quarterbacks in fantasy points. And when you're looking at a four point per touchdown league, and you know, again, last three weeks, and uh, he has six touchdowns, which is tied for third most. Um, the quarterback playing the last three weeks, only Hoyer, Bradford, and Dak Prescott haven't thrown an interception. Um, just to kind of give you a little bit more um, kind of positive points here. Uh, he plays the Jags next, uh, Green Bay, then he has a bye. Or I'm sorry, he has the Jags, Green Bay, then Minnesota, and then a bye. Um, and then after that, they play the Bucks, Giants, Tennessee, 49ers, Detroit, Green Bay, and Washington. Hey, so... I hear what you're saying on Hoyer, but his three games that he started has been against Detroit, second most fantasy points allowed Mm -hmm. to quarterbacks, Indy, sixth most, and Dallas, 12th most. Um, And and that's exactly why I just read off his schedule for the next, basically, the rest of the fantasy year. He plays Jags, which giving up the seventh most, Green Bay giving up the 14th most. Uh, He does play Minnesota, which is going to be, you know, tough to do, but then he has a bye. After that, he plays the Bucks. The fifteenth most, the Giants middle of the road, Tennessee middle of the road, 49ers middle of the road. Then he plays Detroit, Green Bay, and Washington. Um, he has a really favorable quarterback matchup. Um, following, you know, following the next. Uh, um, you should probably pick him up and drop Eli Manning at this point. Um, based off his last three games, um, I'm feeling really comfortable, and I I would start him over Eli Manning this week. Yeah, everything I've read so far is Eli Manning's shoppable and Hoyer's definitely a pickup. Hoyer's definitely a pickup. And I'm not telling you the world's on fire and go pit, drop everybody for Hoyer. I'm saying he's not talked about enough, and he's playing very, very well. And that is the end of uh, Fantasy Football Facts of Life, a.k.a. Dale's Trends with a Z. Hmm. That's, that's, that's a good name. Yeah, thanks. All right, you guys ready for my stash what, or can trash? We, can we talk about? Can we talk over everything you say and laugh laugh at everything? You definitely okay. can. I'm just gonna give you guys the, the mic, and you guys, I'm gonna give you some names. You guys talk about it. What you got? So there's, I'm gonna give you guys a five names right now for wide receivers, guys that are out, and I just want to know what you guys think if they you should hold on to them or if you should drop them. So stash or trash. So Moncrief is out for four to six weeks. Coleman was out for four to six weeks. Sammy, Sammy Watkins is on designated return. Which of those guys are you guys holding on to, and which one are you guys getting rid of? I think you got to drop Moncrief at this point. Yeah. I don't know why you would have weeks ago. He's coming back pretty soon, though. It's, what, going on to week three now, week four? Yeah, it's it's going to be at least three more weeks. Okay. Um, what about Coleman? Coleman is the one guy that might come back sooner, but, I mean, who's going to be the quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, I was excited when he had a competent quarterback thrown to him, um, especially with Josh Gordon not returning, but... Um, I'm not, I'm not touching. I don't know. I'm giving up I on mean, Coleman. Kessler starting this week. Um, is there a chance that, I mean, who's going to be the quarterback next week? 
McCown should be back uh, by next week. Yeah. He's supposed to miss this week. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be McCown. Maybe he's worth it there if he if he ends up being the number one guy. Um, but how much longer until until he's back? Two weeks? Three weeks? I don't yeah, know. I feel like that. you could drop him and pick him back up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm afraid if I drop Coleman now, um, I won't get him back. I do think there's the better, talent is there. Better but, guys in the waiver. Yeah, wire. you're right. You're right. There is. There really is. There is. Like, I mean, w- with all you're saying about Coleman, what are your feelings about Terrell Pryor then? Like, are you once Coleman coaching Terrell Pryor now? I mean, for a week, I'll, I'll take Terrell Pryor for two weeks. He's still fine. He's still an option. He's still a top thirty-six guy, I think. Top forty-ish guy. Um, <clears throat> but um, I'm not excited about either player. I might be excited for for Coleman once he comes back, but it's just not worth waiting for, for me, unless you have a deeper bench or you're already super comfortable that you started the, your season off with five wins. You have an available roster spot and you can stash them. Yep. Yeah. What, and Watkins, obviously I think we all agree. Drop him. He won't be back until fancy playoffs at the earliest. Yep. Um, now we got Tyler Lockett, Steve Smith, and Stefan Diggs. Are we holding on to Lockett? I mean, he's playing, but he's playing through an injury. He's in bad. Steve Smith is out this week. Diggs was about last week, and he's on a bye this week. What are you doing with all They're three trash of these guys? All of them. Really? Yeah. I'm not. Dro- I'm not dropping Stefan Diggs. I have Stefan Diggs in my current league, and I'm on the brink of dropping him. He's had one big game, and the rest of he's been pretty mediocre. And I'm not sure if he's worth. I never anymore. believed in Diggs. I know you guys loved him after, especially after that big game. Um, I just. I don't like him. I never well, did. I traded him away for you. To you. <laughs> I mean, I like him as a bi-week fill-in, but as a fantasy starter week in and week out, I don't think he's worth it. Tyler Lockett, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought you were done. My bad. No, no. You, you, go ahead. I would trash Diggs and I would trash Lockett. Go ahead. Lockett, I'm, I'm out on Lockett. Uh, it seems like Jimmy Graham is a second option in that passing game right now um, behind Baldwin. And um, third guy, remind me who that was. Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Um, what of the what are the reports that have come out as how long he's going to miss? Is it just this week? No, no. Yeah. Right now it's just this week. They haven't really announced the severity of the injury. Okay. Um, I might hold on to Smith because if it's just a one week injury, he's been playing well enough that I I like him at the end of my bench. Yeah. And these guys have been pretty bad recently. Um, actually, all season. Golden Tate, Michael Floyd, Sharp started off hot, and now it's pretty bad. And then Crowder started off hot, and now it's bad. Which of these guys are we trashing? Uh, okay, Crowder, I'm trashing. Yeah. Even with Jordan Reed out with a concussion, I don't trust Crowder. Um, who was the other guy? Uh, Tajay Sharp. Uh, I'm out on Tajay Sharp. I'm sorry. I loved yeah. you, but you're trash. Yeah. I don't know if I'm more disappointed in Coleman or Tajay Sharp. I'm, man, both of those I'm more guys. disappointed in Sharp. Coleman got injured. Yeah, but. Sharp is just bad. I mean, you could be disappointed that he's injured. I mean, Coleman was a first-round draft pick. Tajay Sharp was a fifth or sixth-round draft pick. I mean, I had, we had higher expectations for Coleman. Maybe. So you can't be that disappointed yeah. in Sharp. And he, has, he doesn't have a great quarterback who knows how to throw the ball consistently yet. Okay. Uh, Michael Floyd, uh, he had zero yards last week. What are we doing with him? He is playing the Jets this week, so are we starting him? Are we taking a gamble him. on him? Yeah, I'm almost set to that. I mean, too. I got him. I dropped him for Sammy Coates, but I dropped him. Yeah, yeah. I was looking up Tajay Sharp stats. Um, I apologize. Um, so what are we doing? What are you doing with Floyd? Oh, I'm out on Floyd. Yeah, yeah. I kind of still believe in Golden Tate personally. I mean, they're they're trying really hard to get the ball in his hands. I'm pre- last year he started off pretty slow, but I feel like eventually he's going to pick it up, pick it back up, and he's going to be a hot waiver pickup mm-hmm. later in the season. I personally might hold on to him depending on the format of the, of the league, but I know everyone else is trashing yeah, him. I'm not. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with Mel, uh, with Marvin Jones, and, and that's it. <laughs> All right, let's go name by name for the running backs. Chris Ivory coming off the bye. Are you stashing him or are you trashing him? He was dropped in one of my leagues. I'm stashing recently. him. Stashing him. If he's healthy. Duke Johnson? With Isaiah Curl running like a madman right now? Uh, that's a good one. I think I'm stashing him. I'm not totally out on Duke Johnson either. 
he's definitely a clear-cut handcuff that can really produce if Isaiah Curl goes out. So he does have value in that sense. Um, he's just not been that good. No. And he's not. he wasn't involved last week. No. But four four carries, two pass catches. I mean, they were down all game, and it was still Crowell in the game. Yeah. I don't know. He's he's right on that borderline in Armando. Like, if you need running back depth, stash him. If you already have four or five running backs on your team, drop him. Yeah, I'm, I'm wincing if I drop Duke Johnson. <laughs> like, right before I click that submit button, like, I'm, like, shaking a little bit. Um, cause I, uh, that's one of those. It depends on who's on yeah, the waivers. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think he, we, everyone expects him to be great, but he's just been a I didn't, disappointment. I didn't, I didn't either. I didn't. I tweeted it out that I, he did not belong in the group and this was the group. Hold on. Hold on. This was the group. It was, Wait, uh, didn't I, did, didn't I say someone's a fucking idiot if they're taking Duke, Duke Johnson, Johnson over Melvin group. Gordon? I remember that. Yeah. Like this was the conversation. It was Duke Johnson, Melvin Gordon, uh, who was the other guy? It was Langford. So Langford also doesn't belong in that conversation anymore. Not anymore. Um, <laughs> it would have been a different conversation, I think, if he was healthy. He still would have been okay enough. Um, but um, Duke Johnson doesn't belong in that conversation. Like, he's not – I watched him at Miami. Like, he's not that good. He also has been relatively healthy so far. But he's also shown to not be a guy that can carry the load either. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And Jeremy Langford, I mean, we all know Howard's been fucking phenomenal, as Dale mentioned earlier with the stats. What are we doing with Langford? Getting rid of him, or are we holding on? Maybe he, they start splitting carries moving forward when he comes back. Uh, I would get rid of Langford. Um, I do think that they'll split carries more, but um, that that's more as far as it'll give a knock to Howard's value than increase Langford. Yeah, I for me, I'm waiting maybe another week and picking up him as a free agent if he's available. Um if he's available in your player pool. Um, yeah, he definitely, I think he's going to end up being a low in flex, but there's not many running backs mm. that you're comfortable as a low in flex. So um, I think I'm going to give it another week and pick him up. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard any news about his health yet, so I might agree with you another week. Um, he's D'Angelo Williams. I'm, I mean, are you, if you're the left bell owner, you can't drop him. Yeah. I, he was dropped in our in our league of record. I know, but I mean, that's all just a product of he doesn't really have value unless Lev Bell gets injured, or the Steelers change their mind and say this guy's really good. <laughs> and uh, right, right, am I he right, guys? <laughs> he did. He he got zero <laughs> points against the Jets. Damn it! I know, man. That, is anybody else frustrated by this, or is it just me? It's just you. He's so we good. Told told you he's not he's old but he's dude. so good he can only hold up for four four games at that's, time. No, that's bullshit the offense is good because you have to worry about antonio brown on the outside and now you got to worry about mark tavis brought no i'm sorry sammy Coates, sammy Coates on the other side um and it's just they're so good on the outside with their weapons um and big ben creates so much you know, extra time. And there's just, there's so many things about that offense that work very well that Look, D'Angelo Williams has been incredibly effective when he's gotten the load. And th- f- to his credit, I mean, they gave him an immense workload yeah. and he did extremely well with it. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm thinking, okay, if you can get five yards of carry, you know, four and a half, five yards of carry from both running backs, why not play them both? Like there's no benefit of giving Bell 20-something carries a game. There's no benefit Bell to that. Bell is a much better running back. Yeah, but, I mean, if they're, much if they're just as productive. They're not, though. I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess. Close. I mean, yeah, last year, Le'Veon Bell was awesome. Um, we'll see how Bell does over the season, but I don't know if he's going to be that much better than D'Angelo Williams was. All right, so um, I'm going to bring up another guy. Derek Henry, I mean, he's he's involved, not involved enough. Are you trading for him, dropping him, stashing him. What are we doing with Hunter with Henry? Derek Henry, Derek okay. Henry, Henry. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're stashing Derek Henry for sure. I mean, he has the job is in his hands if Demarco Murray does anything wrong, i.e., injury. Um, you're stashing him. He should not be on the waiver wire in yeah. the league. Okay, this is an interesting question, Dale. Before Bureau gets in there. If you don't own Henry, what are you trading to get Henry? 
Because I, I feel like I completely agree with you. I think just a matter of time before DeMarco Murray gets injured with the amount of carries he is getting, I don't think he can hold up. Look. Uh, I disagree with all of this. You're, tra- you're trading him for somebody my... that you're not going to play, like uh, Duke Johnson, who has I think he's value. only a handcuff at best. Yes, absolutely. But he's the most valuable handcuff. Like No, D'Angelo like, Williams he is. He is. I don't know. I think I think Derrick Henry can't. I mean, D'Angelo Williams is good for a four-game span, but if Le'Veon Bell gets injured tomorrow, D'Angelo Williams will not hold up all season and produce those type of numbers. Yeah, I think Derrick Henry can. I mean, look at his numbers last year when he had to play for a longer period of time, and they weren't good. What are you talking? What? For a long period of time, when Le'Veon Bell went out. What are you? T- second- what? Le'Veon Bell numbers. was a top 10 running back. I mean, D'Angelo I Williams. Say, I didn't Right. What I'm saying is after he had to do it for a longer period of time, after the four-game span, his numbers did drop off. Oh, my God. Okay. Hold on. All right. D'Angelo Williams finished the season as the number four running back last you're year. Not, you're not – I'm not arguing where he finished. I know he had some massive games. Week, week 12 to 16, he was averaging over 17 points a game. Armando, you are totally wrong on your assessment of D'Angelo Williams. All right. All right. Let me look at my well, – all right. Okay. Let's just move on. I'm not um, – Okay, so do you what? What are you giving for for Derek? I'm not giving up much because he's not producing much. Uh, maybe if I have if I have Demarco Murray and I and I really wanted him as a handcuff, and I do think he's a valuable handcuff, I'm not giving anything more than uh, a Duke Johnson level type player, somebody who has opportunity but and has some value but not enough to play. Um, In his last weeks, thirteen through sixteen. These are his carries, 26 for 134, 23 for 76. He had one stinker with 14 for 26, um, but he scored in that game and had 30 yards receiving as well with five catches. And then last 17 for 102. Like he was actually amazing at the end of the season, minus that one week, um, week 15 game. And that was against Denver. Yeah. All right. Uh, would you do Bilal Powell for Derrick Henry if you're a DeMarco Murray owner? Personally, I wouldn't. I, no. but that is that is interesting. I think it just depends where Matt Forte is and how he does this week. Uh, I'd rather have Powell. Okay, how about somebody like Rashad Jennings? Really? I'm saying that trade right now. No, I wouldn't. If, I, if I you Rashad are a DeMarco Murray dark. owner, are you giving up Rashad Jennings for... Yes, if sure. I'm a DeMarco Murray, yes, I am doing okay. that trade. Yes. All right. What about Latavius Murray? I would, yes. I would not. That's that's pretty steep. That's my Well, I mean, that's my next guy up. Like right now I'm trashing the team. I'm getting rid of Murray right now while he has any value whatsoever. Like I mean, that's my next guy up. What do you guys think about him? I'm done with him. Like whatever I can get for him, great. But I might cut yeah, him. I'm not I'm not I I'm not taking not. him to the waiver wire yet, but I am uh I'm definitely trying to trade him for something. You're not going to get much for him right no. now. I think you just hold on to Latavius Murray until he comes back. Okay. However long that takes. I mean, even he should Even be when back he comes back, week. but what, do you, what are you going to do with him? Like, I don't feel comfortable him. starting him. Like, what do you do as – I, I guess package him? Disagree. Very good offense. He'll keep scoring. He is a low-rent uh, Melvin Gordon. He doesn't get as much work, but he'll keep scoring. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So, now I want to talk about Washington. He was a big pickup after um, – in free agency last week, what are we doing with him? He's he was injured last week. Now um, they did just sign Justin Forsett. Are you holding on to him? Or are you trashing him, Brito? Um, I mean, his value hasn't really changed. He's still the number two guy there, behind Theo Riddick. I don't think Forsett was added to be anything more than insurance, just because both Riddick and Washington are both kind of banged up. They're both questionable um, for this week. Um, or that's the expected designations for both of them. Um, Washington will be either questionable or or doubtful. We'll see, but Theo Riddick's questionable. Um, I don't see Forsett as being a guy that's really going to threaten his value. I mean, he was pretty bad for Baltimore. Um, Washington should be the number two guy, but how valuable is the number two guy behind Riddick? I don't know. Um, I I wouldn't really need him on my team, I don't think. Um, I don't think he's going to beat out Riddick, so... Um, if you, if there was some value to you with him being the number two guy there, then you would stash him. But uh, I guess he's trash. It, uh, it's not a four set thing. It's just a he's the number two guy behind Riddick. Yeah, I agree. All right, that goes. That's him. That's it for my trasher 
no. treasure or whatever. You call, you call it, it. I think it was pretty clever. <laughs> I wanna, trash or stash. That's good. That's good. I, I want to just trash go back stash. one guy here because we, we talked about yeah. Latavius Murray. I want to like clarify. I don't think Latavius Murray's Melvin Gordon rest of season. No, um, of course not. Just to kind of clarify a little bit. I, I just meant that he's going to score touchdowns when the availability is presented to him and he'll be okay in that regard. I think once he comes back, he's a flex play type of guy. Yeah. I, he's not, I'm not comfortable with him as a one or a two anymore. Yeah, I think 40 yards and touchdown is uh, is about what to expect, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe Oakland sees that Washington and Richard aren't quite as good as him, and they start giving him the ball back again because, I mean, they looked kind of bad this week, this past week. All right, deal. I have a couple quick hits for you. I, I haven't played this game with you before, so I'm going to ask you a couple of names. You tell me what to okay. do with them, okay? Um, so Ryan Matthews, as a Ryan Matthews owner, can you give me two guys you would trade Ryan Matthews for straight up? Hmm. Ryan Matthews. Uh, do you really want Ryan Matthews on your team? You no, know, trade away. Like, I, let's say I have, I'm giving you Tajay Sharp for Ryan Matthews. Okay. Like, what, give me, give me some names you would you would give away Ryan uh, Matthews Tarrant. for? Because his value. Uh, Terrence West. I think it's fair. Uh-huh. Uh, I think somebody like okay. Isaiah Crowell is okay. All right. Well, that, that's. I don't think any of those guys would really do those straight up. Rito, what? Who would you take? Um, as far as running backs. Yeah, I mean, wide receivers too are tight ends. Like, what, where is Ryan Matthews' value right now? Um, I mean, how many? Where is he is amongst fantasy running backs points? Um, let me pull this up. Hold on one second. Twenty. I mean, that's going to be kind of. Yeah, that's um, kind of weird as well because he's been pretty bad recently. He's not getting the carries we all hoped for, you know. Like he had a couple, he had a big game here, but that's it. I'd rather have Geo. I think that's yeah. right around the neighborhood. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, um, I'd rather have McKinnon. I disagree with that. Okay, I'd rather have McKinnon. Okay. I'd rather have Geo. I'd probably rather have. Hmm. If I sent you Darren Sproles, would you accept? No, I'd rather have Ryan Matthews. Yeah. Okay. Frank Gore, Ryan Matthews. I don't disagree with that. Frank Gore. Not me. I'd rather have Matthews. And that's right, that was Gore. that was a very easy one. I'd rather have Terrence West. He's probably in the lower echelon of starting running backs. So between TJ Yeldon, twenty five, and I'd yeah. rather have Matthews than yeah. Yeldon. I'd rather have Yeldon. I think Yeldon's going to improve dramatically. Well, he is. What makes you I definitely think, think Wendell Smallwood is a stash. Okay. Perhaps. I'd rather have. Uh, Perhaps. Ooh, this one might bite me in the butt. Once Latavius Murray comes back, I would rather have Latavius Murray than Ryan Matthews. Mm, I disagree. I know. I was trying to I get you to do too. a bet. <laughs> um, Dale, this is just me. I have a lot of faith in CJ Spiller. I feel like he could be a breakout candidate. I think people should probably pick him up now before he breaks out this week because they're coming off a bye. Week, Where do you see CJ Spiller? Week 17 through 16, Latavius Murray over. Week 7. Sorry. Did I say 17? Yeah, all right, week seven. Will Latavius be back by week seven? I don't know. Okay, with the condition that Latavius is back by week seven, or the week that he comes back, I guess it would be better, right? Okay. From then to the end of the season, Latavius Murray will outscore Ryan Matthews. No fucking chance. That I would take that in a heartbeat. Uh, you got, and that's what, what's up with all the hate. That's an eat bet. That is an eat bet. What was the bet? Latavius Murray's going to outscore Ryan Matthews. No fucking way, man. Latavius Murray has played three games and a little bit of a fourth one. And he's ahead of Ryan Matthews in fantasy points. I just don't see right. I don't see Latavius Murray getting in the end zone again this, this NFL season. Why the hate, How about that? bro? Well, I'm definitely, definitely going to make a bet there. What you want to make of that bet? Latavius Murray will get into the end zone again this year. Uh, that's unrealistic. I think he might walk into it on accident. So what are you, why are you saying it? Why are you saying it? I What's just don't think I don't, I don't, he, he doesn't have a lot of value. I think if you have Latavius Murray, get out. Get out. Get out. Yes, and I'm saying if you have Pack, him, packaging. probably just keep him on your bench. And if you have Ryan Matthews, get out. No, I think you get rid of Ryan Matthews and you get rid of Latavius Murray. You package those two guys together, you get yourself okay. Malcolm Gordon. What more do I need to say than Ryan Matthews had a game where he rushed for negative five yards? Oh, oh yeah, dude. on two rushes. Oh. So, fuck you. <laughs> His final stat line was negative point five points, and he did not fumble. Yes, 
he had two. Okay. He had two. That's it. So, like I'm dropping the mic there, dude. Well, okay. This is, what, what, listen. What about the next? Game? I don't want either one of these guys realistically on my team. It doesn't really matter. But I, all I'm saying is Latavius Murray's value right now is probably at its lowest than it's going to be all season. Yeah. And he's not a guy that I, I would think, drop. I think, I think it's, it's going to get better. Yeah, same thing and with Ryan, Ryan Matthews. Matthews. Ryan Matthews is going to get I better. don't think it's going to get drastically better. I think, yeah, absolutely. You're 100% wrong. 100% wrong. Okay. Well, we already have an e-bet. Okay. We do. We do. Oh, By the way, I'm fucking killing it on the no, e-bets. I'm killing, killing it? it in fantasy. No, you're not. Guys, I have two more. Questions. Wait till he finishes. Wait till he finishes actually updating the eat bets, and we get those season long ones that I'm just destroying you guys in. Just FYI, I got like seventy five percent on my eat bets. If we actually counted no, you it, have, I'm, if I'm we, looking at it's, right now. if we actually counted it, fifty eight percent. By the way, and a I'm lot also of leading. Also, that math he did is wrong. Yeah, probably. I don't want to be a jerk, but, but big that shout math out to doesn't Kenneth. add up. Thank you, Kenneth, for doing this for us. Also, Dale, I mean, if we want to go by that and you want to call me out, I, I'm just saying the math is wrong. Your percentage is 29%. Okay. First of all, that is wrong. <laughs> um, and I've only made like six bets. So, yeah. Seven. Okay. Whatever. And that's not counting the season-long ones. Yeah. And I'm wrong because I had, um, I had fucking uh, people injured that I bet on. So. Yeah, he fucked up, Dale. Um, okay, let me ask my two questions so we can close this fucking podcast. It's been really long. Um, Jeremy Curley and Torrey Smith. Right now, I would rather have Torrey Smith moving forward because they are bringing a new quarterback in. What do you guys think about that? Curley. I don't know. Curley. Uh, if you if you, if you can pick up Torrey Smith, stash him until see what see what Kaepernick does. Curley. And I want to talk about C.J. Spiller. I think he's going to have value. I think he might have a lot of value coming out of the bye week. Do you guys have any thoughts on that or no? Very little. Very little value, not very little thought. He'll have a week or two more that he'll do something, but he's not going to be a consistent enough player that you can ever trust it. Follow us at EatSleepFF on Twitter. Visit our website, EatSleepFantasy.com, for our articles or any other information, our keys to success, and Armando's uh, stupid questions. And um, My trends. Trends. Dale's very angry attitude. I don't know what's going on with him. And his horrible eat bets. Yes, he can. I don't know. I, maybe. As long as you're not grabbing them by the pussy, you're fine. <laughs> All right, guys. Again, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Like us on iTunes review. Uh, talk to us. Hashtag eat nation. We appreciate it. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you got to go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life.